And away we go. Welcome back to another episode of Relatively Subjective. I'm George. I'm David. And we're relatives and we have subjective <laughs> opinions on movie-related stuff. Hence our name, Relatively Subjective. Today's episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven's Big Gulp. 7-Eleven's Big Gulp. Do you want a lot of liquid as soon as possible? Get one of them. <laughs> Um, today's episode Very nice is plug. also about uh, Gemini Man and Adam's <laughs> Family. Both movies that came out this week, or you know, whichever week we're doing. And um, and we'll talk about both of them. We're spoiling both of them, so if you don't want to know anything about them, go watch them and then listen to this. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about what we've been watching since we last spoke, or last recorded. David... I've got to be honest with you. I haven't been watching much. Uh, I have nothing. <laughs> what have you been watching? So I guess this is all me, then. This is all you. Uh, oh, wait. No, I got one I can oh, talk Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, last time I talked about seeing Star Trek. Well, guess what? Did you see Star Trek 2? Yeah, I saw Star Trek 2. <laughs> I saw Star Trek Into Darkness starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benadryl Cabbage Patch. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, I love uh, Benadryl ben- Benedictor ben- Benedict uh, Cabbage No you said Cabbage Crusty Crab Crusty Crabs Crusty Crabs I love Benedict yeah. Benedictor Cabbage Crusty Crabs Crab Crab Yeah Ah yeah Ah yeah Yeah great movie What's that What's that one line that he says Like very dramatic Oh he says Everything Well that's everything That's true What is But like I feel like it's when he's He's in He's in the brig I guess On the actual ship and he's talking to uh, Kirk, and he says yeah. something like very like is it focus when, on it. Is it when the like tear falls mean. off? Well, the one tear falls out of his eye. Oh, I don't know. He's talking about his people, but I forget like the exact line. Yeah. but like, no, this was took everything. Yeah. seriously, that's exactly how he moves how his he jaws speaks. So, much so much in that movie. It's weird. Yeah, but it was a good movie. But he's a great actor, <laughs> and he uh, he knows how to be menacing. Um, True. I guess you just have to enunciate a lot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good movie. Very cool action. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is a great villain. He's Khan. A lot of people didn't like that when it came out because Khan was like one of the best villains, if not the best villain in Star Trek history. And everyone was just like, that's not my Khan. Yeah. But I don't have that connection. So I was like, he's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? I looked up one of the best names you've heard for Benedict Cumberbatch, so I want to do more. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Give three more. <laughs> just three more. <laughs> It's making David hee hee. So, uh, so Benadryl Cabbage Patch was the yeah. first one. Yeah. <clears throat> I got Benadryl Harry Snatch, <laughs> Benny Boop Cumberbop. <laughs> uh, one more. Wimbledon Tennis Match. <laughs> that one's not even trying. No. Uh, Wimbledon Tennis. Pe- pencil Dick Pumpkin Patch. All right, we're going too far now. One more. Ben's Dick Coming Arrest. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, that was too sexual. Yeah. All right. For, for me, it's Bandersnatch. Yeah. Um, Bendy Cat Cookie Batch. I think Bener- Benedict Cumberbatch is a name made by J.K. Rowling. Like, that is definitely a Harry Potter name, right? Bandicoot Thundersnatch. David, what have you been watching? <laughs> I only had the one movie. Buffalo Custard Bath. Oh, my God. Custard Bath. <sighs> Bread Machine Cracker Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's good. I'm done. All right. That was funny. I yeah. like that one. Anyway, what else have you watching? That's it? That's it. That's all, all right. I got. <clears throat> so, uh, on, so I didn't know that uh, this mo- next movie that I'm talking about was a Amazon um, 
Prime original? A, not e. What's it called? Yeah, it was like produced by Amazon, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was in the movies too. But like Amazon Studios. But yeah, yeah Amazon yeah. like now exclusively has rights to it or whatever because they watched it on that and it was and like even before movie like the logos came up and Amazon Prime came up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, late night. Oh yeah, with, with Mindy Emma Thompson yeah. and Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember seeing the trailer and Amazon Studios yeah. comes up. Uh, so I watched this and it was it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be. Uh-huh. Uh, it was very. I mean, it was written, I think, by Mindy Kaling. Uh, yeah. So it was very Mindy Kaling. It was mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling. Um, so if you have ever seen any of her stand up or her comedy or anything that she's written, which is a lot of stuff. Um, the office. You kind of yeah. You kind of like get it. Mm-hmm. She's you know she's very situationally funny. She's very dry and wry and sarcastic. So it's kind of like very typical comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm pretty sure there was a lot of other um, like ad libbing going on with different characters. And there's a couple of times where there's like stand up happening, and I'm pretty sure they just filmed like a 15 minute stand up, and they just picked the best parts and then put that in the movie. Okay. Um, but uh, so it was about Mindy Kaling. Her in her in the movie, her name is Molly Patel. Mm-hmm. It's very very different from mm-hmm. her real name. <laughs> Molly uh, Mindy, yeah, yeah. And uh, Emma Thompson's character is Catherine Newberry. She's got a late night. She's she's been on. She's has she's been hosting this late night show for like twenty years yeah, or whatever. And her, and her ratings and are down. Her ratings are getting, uh, especially for the past decade, they've been dwindling. So they want to replace her with basically a Dane Cook of the universe mm-hmm. like he's very raunchy he's very kind of like up and coming and he's got a very specific kind of comedy uh-huh. that's very like toilet humor yeah and they actually talk about it a couple times <clears throat> and emma thompson her character Catherine newberry he's just she's just like he's the frat boy of comedy like uh-huh. he's got no good jokes about anything that's happening in the world it's yeah. just all like toilet humor but then molly comes along and she's but then the writer. molly comes along so she's the, basically the diversity hire mm-hmm. is like some they like the owner of the network or whatever comes in and she's just like you need new material or we're gonna give your show away so that so she's like give me the opposite of everyone that's on my staff and all the people on her staff are men that went to like uh like uh what's it called um an Ivy League school mm-hmm. so like she went to a community college and she's an Indian woman <laughs> so uh, so they hire her and she she actually came from a chemical plant she was like a, a risk assessment analyzer or whatever mm-hmm. so that's what she, so she brings that to the show and she's just like you know these are the top things in the past five years that have gotten good ratings these are the things that nobody cares about and they reworked the show and there's obviously drama and stuff um, but then it comes to light that Catherine Newberry had an affair with one of the writers and like the uproar happens and they think they're going to take the show away, but they really don't, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and yeah, it kind of, it, it's more dramatic than it is funny, uh, but I was expecting it to be funnier. Oh, okay. I was a little disappointed. Do they find the meaning of Christmas by the end of the movie? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Thank do. God. Yes. What else did you watch? Uh, so I watched, this was also on Amazon, but it's not exclusive to Amazon, Lady Bird. Oh, I saw Lady Bird in theaters. Did you? I did. With Sorshi? Sorsha? Roman? Yeah, her name is hard to pronounce. Yeah. Um, um, this this movie was about nothing, <laughs> I thought. Pretty much. Uh, it's a little bit of a slice of life movie about this girl, yeah, Lady coming Bird, of age. who's in a senior year and yeah. she just wants to get to New York. And she does. And okay, then it's over. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I I kind of really liked that her first boyfriend was gay. Yeah. That kind of hit me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of wanted them to focus on him more, and they did it. So I was <laughs> like, all right, whatever. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was cute. It was funny. It it, it you know it dealt with teenage angst. There was like the cool kids who yeah. were assholes and yeah. just like really dumb and yeah i mean like as they would be yeah <laughs> but like know, thinking about those kids. kind of kids that i even i experienced when i was in high school like i wanted to impress them too and thinking back on it i'm just like why yeah uh so it, there was a level of disconnect i think there yeah but at I, the same time you get the really good chunky like fights and angst between her and her mom yeah which i also kind of hated but enjoyed at the same time um, it was a quirky coming of age tale yeah. from what I remember and it was you know relatable at times but most times wasn't but that's because like I'm a, a guy who was raised in New York and she <laughs> the movie takes place like in a small town right well and, it's in it's in California oh it's in Cal it's like in a suburb of California yeah right? Sacramento yeah, Sacramento okay um, yeah and yeah I mean it was just like I don't know like you said it was her going through her formative years or like her transformative years and uh yeah. us just watching it happen and yeah. then it's over and uh i mean she did a good job she's a great actress yeah yeah but like just everything else that was going around it i was kind of like not interested mm-hmm. it was only an hour and a half yeah if you see it on amazon watch it i guess yeah <laughs> or you know whatever yeah. um <clears throat> so then also on amazon <laughs> i'm wondering what the things on amazon Uh-oh. um sorry netflix uh i've see i saw a simple favor which came out Simple in 2018, <clears throat> and it stars Anna Kendrick. Oh, and uh, Blake Blake Lively. Lively. Yeah. Yes. So this movie, when it first started, have you seen it? No. No. So when this movie first came out, and when I first w- started watching it, I got very strong Gone Girl feels, mm-hmm. which I was excited about. Well, it was like a mystery. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the simple favor. So it's the Anna Kendrick is Stephanie, and she's very Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. She's very bubbly. She's very prudish. She has like a mommy blog where mm-hmm. she like cooks things, and she's like got all very colorful outfits and stuff. And she's very Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Blake Lively is also very Blake Lively. She's very. She works in like a PR company, and she's like the second one down. Like she's got. She always comes in super like fresh to death suits <laughs> and bow ties and ties, and she's very like straight lace and straight cut um and they obviously that translates very differently in how they raise their children Mm -hmm. so they have two sons who are in the same class and anna kendrick is very hands-on and she's very loving and blake lively is just like nikki let's go and like you know whatever so one of the days that happens that it she calls in a simple favor blake lively asks anna kendrick to pick her son up from school and she disappears for like a month like she's gone uh so then the whole mystery with the son no, she oh. buys it by herself. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so the father is still in the picture. I forget his name. Uh, he's in there somewhere. Uh, anyway, Sean. So Blake Lively leaves. Sean and the kid are together. And then obviously um, uh, Anna Kendrick's character just f- wants to help. She's really just a nice lady. She just wants to help. Uh, so she picks up the kids from school, basically. She becomes a surrogate mother. She, the husband and her kind of fall in love. And then... They find out who can she's not dead. Oh. Uh, so she she was thought dead. She faked her own death. Oh. So they find a body. Turns out she has a twin. Ooh. So she killed a twin so that she could get out of her life because she hated it because it was so 
like boring, boring and yeah. she didn't want a kid, whatever. So then, like, you know, blah, blah, things happen. Anna Kendrick finds out and, like, kind of blows her secret because she's apparently really good at, like, detective work for no reason uh-huh. uh, because she has nothing else better to do, pretty I much. Guess. Um, <clears throat> and then the way the movie ends really annoyed me because the movie ends in a way that they make you realize is going how it's going to end, like, almost towards the end because mm-hmm. of all, like... Because, you know, like, there are cameras everywhere and people have their phones on recording, so, like, things go back and forth and you're just like, yes, we get it. Like, she's going to confess and she's going to go to jail, blah, blah, blah. But then at the end, they have, you know, at, at like, those stupid sitcoms that are just like, oh, and they just have, like, a black screen with words and say, oh, this character lived five years later. Yeah, the uh-huh. They did that with this movie, which... I absolutely hate it. I thought it, if I, the way that it ended, I think once it ended could have been great. But since they added that extra, Blurred like about the end, about yeah, about the characters after the film, it took me completely out of it because it was supposed to be funny. Uh, because they added like funny like jokes in the writing, and I was just like, who did this? <laughs> who who wrote who wrote this part? Like they should be fired. This was terrible. So um, it was like dramatic it for was, the most part, and then it ended, dramatic. and then it like, ended as a comedy. A, and I was like, what? Because the one of the last scenes, so the, the movie ends, and then they go into like the epilogue, right? Uh-huh. It's just like, oh, this character did this and this with her son. This character did this and this with his son. And then they show Blake Lively's character dunk on another chick in jail. And she's just like, what you bitches got? Like, she's got her Thanks. hair in cornrows and shit. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I absolutely hated it. The movie was okay. The ending was awful. Yeah. I would like once the once the screen cuts out, shut off your TV. Well, I only had mild interest in watching it, so it's gone now. Yep, cool. Don't. Uh, and then the last movie I saw again on uh, Amazon Amazon <clears throat> was Suspiria. 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 So what's Suspiria? Suspiria. Sounds like a medication for Sus- depressed people. Are you depressed? Take, Do you try need Suspiria. Suspiria? Ask your doctor Suspiria. about Suspiria. Side effects, Side effects may include, include death, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and being sacrificed to the devil. Yes. Uh, so, okay. So this movie was set in where was it? Set in ancient Egypt. No, Damn it was it. set in. I want to say where it's ancient Ger- Germany. Rome. It's set right outside of the Berlin Wall, Berlin. Ah, That's okay. where it's set, uh, and it's this dance company. And uh, so there's all there's like these fifteen young women from all over the world that come to this dance company. It's super famous, and they want to learn this specific dance by this like world renowned uh, um, thingy uh, instructor. Instructor Tilda Swinton. So she's and it's all it's all very. What seventies, eighties, or whenever the Berlin Wall happened? Eighties. Yeah. Well, it came down in the eighties. <laughs> uh, Did it come down in the eighties? Who knows? Nineties. I don't know where I am. Somebody give us a history lesson. Yes. We We're stupid Americans. Uh, <laughs> so it stars. What's her name? What's her name? Dakota Johnson. Uh, oh. She was the one from. Uh, Fifty Shades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in um, Bad F- Times at the El Royale. Yep, that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she. So she's she's this young girl from Ohio who used to be, a, I think, a Mormon or whatever, uh, but she leaves her family behind to become a dancer. So the whole story surrounds this school, which turns out to have been built on top of a gateway to hell. Oh, it's a horror movie! Yeah, kind of. So the girls are dancing, but while they're dancing, they're 
giving power to the demon that will take hold of one of the girls to become the power of the coven that the dance studio really is a front for. Mm. Uh, so it's actually, it's this one part that's actually do really we know? Cool. Do we get told that like early on? No, in the movie, or is absolutely that the twist not. At the end? It's, it kind of happens halfway through, but you know something's super weird. Like maybe a half hour into the movie, because one of the girls goes missing, Chloe Grace Moretz, who um, mm-hmm. plays one of the characters. Who she, also voices Wednesday on the answer. Yeah. yeah. So she went like bonkers, and so she like tried to leave, and because of her leaving, all the girls loved her, and they were they were very sad. So one of the girls is just like, "This is bullshit. She didn't leave. Either you killed her or you said something to her. She's gone because of you." And she gets mad at the instructors. And the instructor is just like, "Go away. Like, go to your room or whatever. Like, cool off. We all are very sad for Patricia's leaving, but that's her choice. So whatever. So she leaves, and then she gets led to another dance studio room, and that's when they have Dakota Johnson dance. And it's actually a really interesting and cool scene because as Dakota Johnson is dancing, she's quote unquote attacking the other girl. So like her jaw gets broken, like her shoulder get like gets like pulled out. She gets like her leg gets twisted over her arm what and everything. Like she like legit gets attacked. But it's really cool because it's all done to like dance moves. Uh-huh. So like she puts it's out It's like her... cutting back and forth between the yeah. two of them. Okay, cool. And so like you know there's a lot of things where they like twist their arms and when she twisted the arm that's when you see the arm like pop out oh, and she's like screaming in agony but like nobody can hear her. Uh, and it's done really well. It, like it looks grotesque, but it's like the the choreography is very fluid. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was really cool. But that happened in the first half hour of the movie, and you're just like, what, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? Uh, so then after that, you realize you know all like the den mothers are actually leaders of the coven, and they have to choose which season of which witch gets to lead the coven, Ooh. and they decide that by vote, and then by having the dance recital. So then whoever like whoever they get to um, lead, like whoever's the lead in the in the dance recital gets um, embodied by the, the, demon. the demon spirit, whatever, and then that's who leads the coven for the next season. Oh, wow. uh, so then it turns out, obviously Dakota Johnson becomes the lead. She becomes inhabited by the main devil them, um, thing, Suspiria, Mother Suspiria. Suspiria. Uh, and then she kills everyone who didn't vote for her with her dance basically. moves no no so like a, a literal demon a literal demon comes out of the ground oh my god and like kisses the girls and then whoever didn't vote for her and then their heads explode what the yeah. fuck <laughs> i feel like you're making all this up i've never heard about this movie and you're making all this up. this is um, bullshit it was i think it's really done really well it's really cool too because they're in a dance studio so like a lot of it has to do with dancing but like obviously it's a front for spells and stuff so they speak english they speak french and they speak german throughout the movie uh and then you know the last dance like the la- the dance recital of everything they're all wearing like these r- roped rope dresses kind of things with like knots over their breasts mm-hmm. and like under everything and like they're very like drapey whatever mm-hmm. so they're dancing and they're doing everything and it really looks cool but what they're actually doing is a spell to like awaken Summon and open the, the devil uh, so it's, it's it's interesting it's a little bit long it's two and a half hours long holy shit yeah uh, that but, happens in the first half hour the, yeah. the killing yeah Wow, and it's wow, but it okay. and, but it still kept you along. There's a lot of other things that happen, obviously. Cool, um, but uh, it's pretty interesting, and um, yeah, if you if you have the time, I'd say look into it. 
Uh, it's not the most important movie that you could watch if you don't have two it's and a half hours. It's definitely interesting. Uh, but it's, it is very interesting. Uh, I would I would actually definitely say if you have the time, go watch it. Okay, cool. I might just do that. Okie dokie, that's all I'm all watching. Right. <laughs> Alright, which one do we want to talk about first? We've got two movies, so we'll be brief about both of them. Are we doing reviews? Um, I mean, uh, uh, previews? Oh, right, previews. But, I mean, like, which previews are we talking about? Are we talking about all the previews? Uh, which movie did you see first? I saw Adam's Family first. Me too. All right, cool. So let's, so let's do, do that. that. All right, Adam's Family previews. What did you see before Adam's Family? I saw Trolls Rock and Roll. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? I did. I did. You mean World Tour. Trolls World, World Is Tour. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's rock and roll in it. So, yeah, the points to that. But Yeah, Trolls World Tour. There you go. Uh, it looks cool. <laughs> you described this trailer to me before, yeah, and I yeah. hadn't seen it. Yeah. And I saw it for the first time before this movie. And, you know, this movie made me sort of come to a realization about my age. Um, hold on. Well, I mean, uh, Adam's Family is right. It's, kids. it's an animated this movie. An it's an animated kids. kids movie. Um, and, you know, doing this podcast also helped just, you know, watching so many movies. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, it's it just, like, really hit me. It, it's always been a thought, but it really hit me that, you know... Kids today, this generation, are going to have their, like, animated movies, their, like, franchises that they're, like, do you remember Trolls? Trolls is going to be one of those. And it's going to be one of those, like, musical animated features that every kid today will talk about in 20 in years 20 years and be like oh man classic trolls world, world tour fucking my shit dude it was my shit when i was a kid and i totally saw that like when i was watching the trailer and they were going to like all the different genres Worlds, yeah, and stuff I, and you know it's got like a star-studded cast yeah you know just Anna that kendrick it sam finally, rockwell it, it, like, is in this finally hit me that it's like all right this is gonna be kids theirs. have their stuff yeah. and you know thankfully it's not always going to be remakes and sequels yeah. that we're going to be like. They have to have their own thing. They have their own things, and Trolls is going to be one of those yeah. things. And this movie actually like looked fun to me. Like it was like after seeing it in that light, I was like, all right, I do. I, I can I, get behind it's this. It's interesting that they're going to the different styles of music. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm not going to go watch it. We should. <laughs> I'm a Trolls fan now. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have to watch it, obviously. But it just, it, I'm like. It didn't look like Wonder Park. You garbage. Know? It wasn't. It wasn't garbage, and it was just like I'm happy for you, kids. Yeah, <laughs> you have what, something. Those are my sentiments. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, what right, else did you see? Uh, spies in disguise. Yeah. Tom Holland and Will, Will Smith, Smith. Uh, um, being spies. Being spies turning into a pigeon. Yeah. And being nerdy. Yeah. DJ Khaled's in this movie. Oh God. <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, his his name in the movie is DJ ears. Khaled. What is it? Ears. Ears. I'm sure he's the bunny then, or something. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we can skip that one. I got uh, that one too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got Jumanji: The Next Level. Yeah. Which we've kind of looks funny. Yeah, I told you. Like it looks like watching um, uh, them yeah. do impressions of Danny DeVito yeah. and Danny Glover. It's it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Watching them be old dude was like, who's it? I don't want to be it. That, that's that was it is okay still i still haven't seen the first Jumanji, i though. still haven't seen the first one either i've been told it's really good yeah. i i do want to go see it maybe we'll see a dual double feature yeah uh for this one but uh yeah anyway next one Ugh, arctic dog Woo! 
You know, I'm just so glad kids these days have great movies. I'm just kidding. This one sucks. This one, and it looks terrible. Okay. Oh, so Jeremy you know, Renner, what are you doing? Jeremy Renner's a musician too. Did you know that? I did not. Oh man. <laughs> On your way home, please, whatever streaming service you choose, whatever you use, Look Spotify, Jeremy whatever. Renner. Jeremy Renner has several albums. What? Several albums. And he's like a rock slash alternative kind of sound what? but also pop it's weird um but, what? You, but when you hear it you're like yep that's jeremy Renner. <laughs> uh but you, when did this happen I, he's riding off this avengers fame this don't, is recent don't play this because we'll get we'll get taken off of the off the itunes um, we'll get in trouble. We'll get sued by Jeremy Renner this is himself. All, this is all 2018 and 2019. David, he's got a passion and it's what? not just acting. Okay? I'm happy for him. And he's got like videos and shit. He's taking that Hawkeye fame and what? trying to be, you know, something. Something. <laughs> something. Um, and this is coalescing in uh, Arctic Dogs, which uh, looks Arctic great. Arctic Dogs, which I cannot believe he's behind. Um, but You know... Uh, I, I realized... You remember how we... Well, this was also... We'll like sprinkle this in. Did you also get playing with fire? Sprinkle. Oh fuck yes. Yeah. Okay. So you remember how Stupid I said? Movie. Yeah. I know. I know. Don't put the gun down. Uh, <laughs> so you know how I said like there's if there's a dog that barks like you know they're just like Nickelodeon presents and it's yeah. just like, <laughs> like you know it's not gonna be a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Arctic Dogs has the same thing. I realized that oh, also no. when a movie has narration. Like that kid narration, yeah. you know it's gonna be bad. We're just like from the producers of <laughs> comes a tale over the Arctic dog named Bill or whatever his name is. Swifty, Swifty, I was close. And yeah, <laughs> it like if it has that, you hmm. know it's not gonna be good. And you know, like the clips we saw in the trailer were not that. Like they were all kids jokes, and you know, it's, it's Angelica, <laughs> you know Angelica Houston. James Franco, yeah. Jeremy Renner, Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. Laurie Holden, mm-hmm. John Cleese, mm-hmm. Heidi Klum. What is what a cast? Are all in this ridiculous movie. It's a weird, weird cast. I cannot. But uh, yeah, we're definitely not going to go see. Oh, this. absolutely but, um, not. The kids weren't even like that excited in my theater about it. So Good. Who knows? They shouldn't be. Uh, what else we got? Uh, and then the last one I got was Playmobil the movie. I saw that. Uh, did you? Is this your first time seeing that trailer? Yes. Yeah, because I saw it back when we were reviewing Lion King, and oh, wow. I remember I talked talk to you yeah, about yeah. it and like how they're trying to do the Lego movie yeah. but with Playmobil. Yeah. Uh, but what did you think? <laughs> it was definitely not Lego movie quality. No, no, I didn't. I didn't mean it in that sense at all. No, no, I know they're they're trying to <laughs> they're be trying, yeah. But it no, no. It, it well for me anyway. I mean, one of the reasons why I like the Lego movie was because. It was done in a way that it obviously plays to kids, but also brings in the older fandom. Yeah. For Playmobil, it was always about the kids. Mm-hmm. So they can't, I feel like, appeal to, to adults. I was going to say humans. <laughs> they can't appeal to humans. <laughs> they can't appeal to adults at all. Yeah. So I saw it, and I just sighed heavily every yeah. few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you have a good spy animated movie in Spies in Disguise, but then you have this. Like I think it played like right after, and I was like, oh. "Wow!" At least base it out a little bit. And is it a musical too? I don't think so. Because Why? we got uh, Jim Gaffigan, Daniel Radcliffe, Megan Trainer, Adam Lambert, Keenan Thompson, and does it? Well, I mean, Megan Trainer and Adam Megan Trainer yeah. make you think it's a musical. <clears throat> Maybe they probably have like a song for they, the movie. They might, yeah. you know, the original song yeah. for the movie. 
Uh, let me see. I think those are exact. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, and I, I got Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Oh, okay. Which we've spoken about yep. several times. Yep. Yep. And we'll review later. Ooh, Ooh stay tuned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we burned through that. Yeah, um, we're done. Let's talk about the movie. All right. Let's see. Uh, spoilers ahead, uh, as, as previously stated. Um, here we go. Let's see here. IMDb has it at 5.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 43%. Metacritic at 45%. What percent is it on the David meter? Don't answer that. Just tell me what you thought. So, I had a big problem with this movie. (laughs) One? Uh, One, yes. Well, the biggest problem with this movie. Um, So... From everything I've ever known about the Adams family, which primarily comes from the two movies, primarily comes from the watching. movies, somewhat comes from the animated '90s show and from the original Adams family, like black and white TV uh-huh. series, um, a little bit anyway. It always surrounded the Adams family being loving and together and facing at all odds adversity while still being creepy that's a deep take on the answer i know (laughs) i wrote a thesis about Uh it uh but for this movie i kind of think it throws in a little bit of a wrench because of and specifically because of wednesday oh wednesday's take on conformity which is a fine critique on conformity um (laughs) but her take on conformity not only to her brother and to her family but to then her Real, real life friend and their family really rubbed me the wrong way. Well, what do you mean? Because I'm trying, I'm having hard so, time. <clears throat> when, so the whole Adams family, they, they live in this insane asylum, which is fantastic. In Jersey! In Jersey! The best joke <laughs> of the movie! They were like, we need a place that's terrible and nobody would ever want to go to. Cut to, to them driving into New, New Jersey. Jersey. Which was great. Uh, so on top of the hill, they find this insane asylum that's been abandoned because and haunted it's haunted. Spirit. And yeah. of course, oh, it's perfect. Yay, cheap yeah. joke. We love it. Cut to like 10 years later <laughs> and they have a family. Uh, so one of, the, one of the things that I think Wednesday said, which was actually the most poignant, I think, of the movie, was that they didn't want to be like anybody else, which means they wanted you to not be like anybody else considering they were the Adams family. So when Wednesday tries to rebel and in her way it's literally wearing anything but black mm-hmm. um she's saying that she wants to not she just wants to be her own person but eventually she chooses conformity because she's a part of the fucking as family like yeah. she she doesn't choose anything by the end of the movie that's different but even though the whole uh uh what that's called dynamic relationship um conflict conflict uh, the whole conflict of the movie <laughs> was changing yourself to be like other people yeah so she has this kick where she's just like my family only wants me to be like them which means they don't want to be like anybody else even though at the end she says i want to be just like everybody else which is the family and that kind of annoyed me because then they made a conflict out of nothing and then they resolved the conflict by not having a conflict. oh yeah i i'll i'll concede that the movie's plot and like conflict or driving force wasn't very strong no it was basically just the normal people lived in this sort of cookie cutter yeah uh neighborhood <laughs> what was it called it was literally called uh it was it was like, called like every place or like you know like something i forget i forget what it's called but um it's led by this sort of 
HGTV lady who (laughs) made the whole place and doesn't want that eyesore of the asylum in her background of her of her town. So she goes and offers her services to like renovate, but it's too spooky and kooky for the Adams family. (laughs) So they're just like, no, thank you. And that makes her go crazy with like, you know, trying to form a mob and cameras and everyone everywhere. That was, that was fucking weird. That was a lot. That was a lot. Um, Alice and Janie. Yeah. Who and, played and so Margot Needler. The Adams Family were basically just existing. The, the whole movie was yeah. them just being there. And nobody else and, wanting and them not, to be there. And not really like paying attention to the town until like halfway through the movie. Yeah. And then Wednesday wants to expand her horizons because yeah. she wants to leave I mean, the she state. does. she does make a friend that goes yeah. to school. She's been homeschooled her, her, like, her yeah. life. Cage school. Which, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And even that, like, they, they did throw in a little bit of, like, the Adams Family flair, making everything really kind of, like, very weird. Terrible. yeah. And, and, like, grotesque, which I thought was kind of, it was good because it was supposed to be Adams Family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I just, like, even like the relationship between Gomez and Morticia, especially being influenced by, especially like you know the old versions of this movie, mm-hmm. w- wasn't the same to me. It wasn't enough. I think yeah. they it w- they were just like very creepy, and they weren't as much in love as I thought they should have been. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't help but you know try and compare it to the two more recent movies. Yeah, that, well, you have to, right? And and because we especially since we grew up with those, yeah. I don't even remember if they were PG or PG thirteen, but um, but they they did give you much more depth of you know what their relationships like throughout the family was like. Gomez loved Morticia more than anything. Mm-hmm. Gomez and Fester were like inseparable best friends who loved each other, and then Debbie ruined it all. Yeah, um, cousin It was a lot more involved. Um, Thing was more involved. Lurch was more involved. Lurch, I liked how they introduced Lurch. He was he like was a, an a, escaped a, yeah. uh, uh, asylum. Um, what are they called? Psycho. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, he was a, he was an escaped um... psycho. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they ran just, over him, and, and they, they were, were like, like "Oh, yay, we hit something!" <laughs> and then they give him their bags. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. Um, the the main storyline within the family was not anything having to do with like being there for each other or being yeah. a family. It was like Pugsley's um, bar mitzvah, uh, yeah, with a sword, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. And and that didn't even involve Morticia. Yeah, that was just like Gomez obsessing mm-hmm. over Pugsley doing it right and Uncle Fester coming <sighs> in. You did not like Uncle Fester? Oh my God. The only reason I don't like Uncle Fester is because it's Nick Kroll. What? what? That was <laughs> I, the best part. Oh my God, I hate his voice. I love Ugh. Nick Kroll and his, and his voice. And I, I, thought, I thought him and Wednesday had the strongest jokes throughout the movie. Or like, Uncle Fester didn't have a lot to do, wasn't given a yeah, lot. Yeah. But he, whenever he was on screen, I thought it was hilarious. Like whenever he got hit with something and it was just like, <laughs> Like, he's just like looking for rain because he got shot, shot with an arrow. Or an arrow yeah. uh, anything he said or did for me was hilarious. And surprisingly, and this is to a point I wanted to bring up, no one in the theater was enjoying themselves. <laughs> just me and my lady were talking and not talking, but like just like whenever a joke happened that we liked, 
we laughed yeah. as per usual. But <laughs> you know what happens? And there were kids and adults in the theater, and they were just it nothing? was dead silent wow. for the whole movie. Like nothing landed ever, and we only re- realized it because when we laughed, Nobody we were like, did. "Holy shit! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we'll be quiet. we didn't mean to ruin the movie for you. <laughs> this is a comedy. Please laugh, please." Um, and and it, and we we. We were talking and we, we came to the realization like maybe this, maybe an, a PG-13 Adams Family mm-hmm. animated movie would have like been great. Better. You know, like yeah. if they were allowed to do more creepy shit, mm-hmm. but like if they had a sort of a comedy where a, a kind of comedy where they were breaking the fourth wall or they were like making fun of themselves mm-hmm. or like, you know, very aware of how creepy Weird and they kooky were. they are. You know, that might have served the movie a little better and would have given everybody a lot more to do. Um, that's why I can't really remember if the other two movies were PG or PG-13. Because I remember, like, this when, like, Debbie came and she, like, ruined the family. It was a lot of, like, you know, not a lot of dirty humor, but, you know, like, some. It was PG-13. It was PG-13, yeah. right. So, like, that, like, this kind of environment, you can only do... You can only riff on how creepy and kooky every or creepy and spooky everybody is, and that's it. Like you can only like see. You can only do that so many times. You can only do that so many times before it gets boring. Yeah. And like, if it's a kids movie and you're not allowed to do like a lot of creepy shit because mm-hmm. it's a kids movie and you don't want to scare them, yeah. Then you know what are we doing? Like you're you're kind of gearing it towards the wrong audience. Yeah. And I don't know, especially if it was like a raunchier animated movie you know like whenever an animated movie does raunchy well it becomes sort of solidified in in animated movie history as like oh that's a good one because we're like watching it it that way but we're not kids you know Um, (laughs) we're not kids we're not kids Uh, let's see here you have more notes no I think uh, yeah I mean it just didn't feel like a kids movie because there are I felt were, like it, like you, like exactly like you said, like it wasn't kiddie enough to be a kids movie, but it wasn't adult enough to be an adult movie. Mm-hmm. It was stuck in this place in between. It was very that, lukewarm. That just didn't hit because mm-hmm. they could have made a lot of dirty jokes, especially since Margot had all those hidden cameras in people's mm-hmm. houses, and like they did kind of like touch on it, like oh, this lady puts her underwear in the freezer, and yeah. she's just like, it makes me feel good or something yeah. like that, whatever. Uh-huh. But like they could have really taken that somewhere else. And they could have given us a lot more jokes, and they could have like the uprising could have been a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like towards the end, when they're just like they're just a normal family, yeah. I thought that was such a cop out. Yeah, uh, that I was, like, because the towns, visibly disappointed. Yeah, the townspeople aren't really motivated by anything, so they're just like being told to be the yeah. angry mob, and then the next second they're like, "Don't be an angry mob," yeah. and then it's over. So yeah, and then like they move into the town. And or the family moves into the, the extended mm-hmm. family moves into the town, and it becomes like this sort of cooperative, creepy, kooky yeah. place. But it's just like we don't care at this point yeah, because I, nothing yeah. has happened, and it's like I don't know, not, not many jokes you can remember or many moments in the movie that yeah. that stood out. Yeah. 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 How many sword bar mitzvahs out of ten do you think? <laughs> um. <clears throat> 
And that was another thing too. Like they they, did, <laughs> they make a huge big deal about him having to perfect his sword bar mitzvah and not like deal with explosives. Mazurka, that's what it's called. The mazurka. Mazurka. No? The mazurka. 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 Oh, right. uh, but then they like do this, and then you know they get a fucking attacked, and he's just like, "Here's your little landmines, go crazy." And I was like, "No, where's your fucking rocket from yeah. the beginning? You take them all out in one shot." Yeah. But but then they realize like, oh, he's a Adam's family, you know. He's really a real member of the Adam's family. Thing. I'm just like, no, like this yeah. is bullshit. But uh, anyway, <laughs> well, Snoop Dogg was cousin it, so yeah, that's right. That was fun. <laughs> he was. <sighs> Assimo- assimilation. That's the name of the town. It was. It was assimilation yeah. town. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway. How many sword bombers? How many sword bombers? Uh, mazorkas. How many? Uh, I'm gonna give this like a five, five, five mazorkas out of ten. Because uh, I don't even I don't even need to see one, <laughs> uh, but it was it was very very blah. It was just they were trying either too hard to be warm and like family heartfelt, mm-hmm. but not enough to give me what I wanted. There was like some kind of creepy kooky things like fucking. I love the beginning anyway, like when they first got married, when she like bolts herself into her dress yeah. and like her shoes and stuff. That was cute. Um, Seeing like a young Morticia and uh, Gomez. Gomez, but it also be- made me believe that they're related. They're definitely cousins. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't specify because no. they were like, "We're a family yeah. from day one." And I was just like, mm, was like oh, "That must explain why you are all cookies because yeah. you're all inbred." We're creepy and we're inbred. <laughs> we have sex with cousins. <laughs> we have sex with sisters. The Adams family. Incest. Anyway. Uh, yeah, five. It, it it didn't stand out enough to me to gain more, and uh, oh, and I'll, I do have to admit, it wouldn't make me give less. I kind of feel like five is perfect. It was very fifty percent for me. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the jokes I remember laughing, so I can't give it less than that because at least it entertained me. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't anything outstanding. I I would say if if you don't have if you, even if you don't have a little interest in it, skip it. Yeah. How about you? How many? How many um, uh, homicidal trees out of ten? Yeah, Ichabod. Uh, I give this. I agree with you. Five homicidal trees out of ten. Lukewarm. That's how I would describe this movie in a word. It wasn't for adults or kids. <laughs> it would bore both audiences equally, as I witnessed firsthand. I did laugh at um, some parts as well. Like I enjoyed Uncle Fester on Wednesday. I think more than you did. Yep. Um, but <laughs> definitely, that was definitely not enough to make it a good uh, movie, in my opinion. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't involve many of the fun characters that we already know yeah. and love, and didn't really br- help bring it to the like the present or inspire new fans of the Adams family. It's already a kind of a hard thing to do these days, I think. Like, trying to make the Adams Family relevant today is yeah. kind of just, like, an uphill battle already. Yeah. So if you're not putting enough effort into it, not writing jokes for, like, in like more than one audience, I mean, good jokes. Um, it's not going to hit. The animation was nice. I liked, I liked the style, you know? Like, it looked cool. I, I liked... Their look, you know, just like my favorite is always Morticia. Wednesday's huge, Your like forehead, head, yeah. and Pugsley was like tiny face. Squat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Morticia is like super skinny yeah. and thin. Same word. Um, uh, yeah, 
yeah it just uh it just fell flat luckily it wasn't longer than it was and uh, i don't think we should get a sequel Absolutely not. or you, that you should go see us in theaters you can definitely wait for it to come out wherever it does and that's it okay that's your talk Moving on. Moving on to Gemini Man. What previews did you see before Gemini Man? So I saw Countdown. I saw that too. Yeah, you did see it. Oh, what did you think? Oh, well, golly gee, fucking fuck. <laughs> I mean, I told you. Jesus, you weren't kidding. Like, this movie looks like hot, hot garbage. Shit. <laughs> hot shit. Hot <laughs> shit. Hot shit. Hot How? shit. Oh my god, there's no there's no There's no redeeming quality to the no preview. Redeeming quality. They're not even like making fun of and themselves it doesn't even, like they should yeah, be. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't even look like any of them is having fun. No. It's like they don't wanna be in the movie. Yeah. But they are because and it's a paycheck. There's a there's a comedian in it. The the guy is like the like the guy that's balding and has a beard. Uh-huh. I guess is that like the tech store yeah. that sells the new phone? Yeah. It's comedian Tom Segura and he's hilarious. And I need to know why he's in this movie. <laughs> it's so, a paycheck. Yeah, it's a they paycheck. They needed somebody, they needed comic relief. So and they he's found definitely going to die. Like, there's Hell no yeah. way he's not going to die. Well, I mean, I, if he doesn't download the app, but maybe like, he doesn't. He, he's, he's like, he's himself in the, I hope he's himself in the movie because he just like makes fun of shit like this yeah. all the time. And so I think he, like in the trailer, it gave me the idea that he's going to be just himself yeah. because he said something to like the effect of like, you kids are stupid. <laughs> like he was like, this app doesn't work. Like, yeah. why are you guys so fucking scared right now? Um, but he'll die and then he'll learn his lesson or whatever. <laughs> In death. But uh, yeah, I, I don't go see this movie. Don't support this. Don't support don't this. Don't support this we need, bullshit. We need better quality scary movies. Of all the genres, we need good horror movies. Yes. So let's please. not make these garbage things. Yes. I like, come on. Yeah. You do better. What else? I saw Queen and Slim. I saw that too. Very interested in seeing this movie Me still. Me too. Looks great. Looks great. Uh, the King's Man. Saw that too. I think this was a different trailer though. I It might have been. Do they do the parachute thing in your trailer? Where uh, at the end they're just like, this, this is, is a parachute. parachute. Yeah, I've seen that one before. I don't remember seeing that nope. the, the first time and I saw And then he it. like tries to hang on to the plane that's going down. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that one before. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it looks, looks cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Black and Blue which yeah. I'm still interested in seeing. Yeah, for uh, a couple of reasons. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like it didn't, it didn't like. <laughs> it doesn't it crazy. Did, it like doesn't look amount. like it's gonna be a, like a fantastic movie. Yeah. I'm just interested in the discourse afterwards. Yeah, like I, I this is a societal critique, and I really want to see. how But it I goes. feel like Queen and Slim did that for me. Yeah, and, a little bit more and more, and this seems more action movie yeah. than it does like. You know, it's going to be a political commentary yeah. or it's I going mean, to have yeah. like as much substance. This feels but, like it's going to be like, I need to clear my name before they find me and kill yeah. me. And it's like, <laughs> you know, like it's, the it's, Matrix music. it's got Matrix music in it. Uh, what else? I saw Harriet. I didn't see this that the, this time, but I, I've yeah, seen it Yeah, so before. this is the first time I've seen this trailer. The biopic uh, of, of Harriet Tubman. Tubman. Badass. Uh, and it was, it was like a minute and a half long trailer. Yeah. It was like a lot of stuff going into it. And... I'm interested. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see what happens. Yeah, like I mean, it, I know what happens, yeah. <laughs> but to see how it like is portrayed, uh, I really hope it's true to history. Because yeah. I, I read, I think if, like I read somewhere that was like true history that uh, Harriet Tubman was like kind of a badass. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm seeing that in the film, I'm just like, oh shit! Like maybe they did their homework. Yeah. Because uh, I want to see her fuck shit up. Yeah. Uh, I saw an, an extended trailer for The Good Liar. 
The Good Liar. With uh, Helen Mirren and... Uh, oh, I still haven't seen that no? trailer. Uh, it looks good. I'm excited for it. Ian uh, McKellen and, Hel- and Helen, Helen Mirren. Uh, then I saw like a I saw Terminator, like Terminator always, and then Like a Boss. Ah, oh, yeah. Fuck. I forgot about this movie. Like a Boss. So, so this is a Tiffany, Tiffany Hedish, Hedish, Hedish and Roseburn, um, Roseburn and Selma Hayek. Yeah. So this is very much a, a lady film, <laughs> uh, and it's Tiffany Haddish, so it's probably going to be a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, very much is a, a comedy. comedy. Yeah. Uh, and it's about these two best friends, Tiffany Haddish and Rose Byrne, who start a beauty company together and then get bought out by Selma Hayek and then get fucking shafted. So yeah. they go on a revenge trek to destroy Selma Hayek and hilarity ensues, I'm yeah. sure. There's, a, there's a, a ghost pepper joke in there. There's a boob joke in there. There's, there's probably going to be lots of boob jokes in there. Yeah. Probably and, a lot of period jokes, yeah, too. Yeah, you know, like the, us- the usual. The usual lady film. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Oh, I'll probably go see it. Oh, it's uh, funny. Well, I'm telling you right now, I will definitely not see that movie. I'm gonna try and not see it for the rest of my life. I'm gonna try my best. Um, right. What else is there? That's all I got. I got uh, Motherless Brooklyn, which yeah, you've yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. right? Like, oh, my brain no, I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet. I don't think. Um, oh, you still haven't seen it with so. the Edward Norton one. Yeah, no, I, I, I know of it. it. I just uh-huh. haven't seen the actual trailer. Um, Dark Waters. Have you seen the trailer for that? Because I'm having trouble remembering what that movie is. Dark Water. It does sound familiar. Not the 2005 film. The 2019 film. Yes. <laughs> uh, with Anne Hathaway, William Jackson Harper, and Mark Ruffalo. Ah, yes. Now I remember. A um, corporate defense attorney takes on an environmental lawsuit against the chemical company that exposes... Took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say the exact <laughs> that sentence. One? Yeah. It's uh, based on a true story. Nice. Um, story about this... This guy who's a lawyer goes to back to his small town where he's from and then finds out that, you know, this corporation has been poisoning their water supply oh, by cool. dumping, you know, you know, hazardous waste ev- as everywhere. It happens. As it does happen. As it happens And now. then it also turns into like this conspiracy kind of a vibe Uh-oh. because he's like, because this corporation's been around forever and is super powerful and has huge political uh, connections. So he's like running in a parking lot and thinks someone's following him and then he thinks his car's gonna blow up like it's like you know cool that old chestnut and uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens I'm not too excited about it but I wouldn't be adverse to watching it cool uh, yeah. alright that's uh, that's it that, those are all the trailers I saw because I saw everything you saw let's do Gemini Man Gemini Man he's the man with the plank <laughs> alright Gemini Man all right, full spoilers ahead if you have, you know what I'm saying. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 25%. IMDb has it at 5.7 out of 10. Metacritic has it at 38%. Ooh. Uh, yeah, 38. it took a beating, huh? Yeah. Um, listen, man. <laughs> this, <laughs> kind of deserved. This movie. Sorry, there's murder going on wow. outside, everyone. Um, I'm going to pause it. Okay, we're good. Uh, All right, we hit the body. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> we Gemini Man. We okay. didn't just pause it. No, we're talking no, about? Uh, Gemini uh, Man this was, movie a, sucked. was a movie. Yeah, it sucked, basically. <laughs> All right, no, so... Th- it, I don't think this movie sucked. It Like, the first half was okay. The first quarter was okay. <laughs> All right, up until the end of, like, his first encounter with 
himself, himself. <laughs> his younger self in in brazil yeah that that, that part, part was of the cool movie was what gave me hope i yeah. was like will smith is back yeah let's do and this they, they, and they were doing some like pretty good stunts even like the hand-to-hand was kind of fun well yeah with himself yeah yeah um, <laughs> giving himself some handies yeah, it was great it was just hand jobs left and right was, <laughs> that's when it kind of lost me where they just started hand jobbing each other i was like wait what what is this rated? What's but, happening? But then yeah, it, it it Kyle lost some of its luster because of young Will Smith's just like weirdness. Just weirdness. He's yeah, he weird. he I mean obviously he is weird because his father cloned him, so like there's going to be some like residual weird. hatred and weirdness there, but like I didn't think it was going to end the way it ended. Me either. And like I halfway totally... to a quarter away through, I thought I I literally said out loud where are they going with this? Yeah. Like, I just wasn't sure why they chose to go that avenue. Yeah. Which is what they chose to do. Yeah. So, I mean, the beginning of the movie, we see his ability as a hitman or yeah. like assassin because he shoots someone <laughs> on a speeding train from miles away. Something and, like that, yeah. And, and like... Does and it, actually hits him, hits him in him the right fucking neck. Yeah. Which... Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe there's someone out there that can That's do that. That's insane. But he's a Gemini man, so you know he's. But like, so I don't they, know why they call him that. No, they don't explain that. Yeah. But so he is so good at what he does that obviously they need him even when he wants to retire. So he does want to retire. So they basically make a clone of him, and what they want to do is create a whole army of him, except devoid of all of his emotions, fear, and, yeah. and emotion, yeah. and whatever. They just want. They basically they just want, want a, soldier. a super yeah. soldier army to do missions and that's it um which obviously is a bad idea because you're gonna tap into some really raw terrible energy especially if they decide to revolt yeah because they're all fucking dead this whole movie starts off because he wants to retire yeah and so they're like no loose ends as the government is of course yes duh fucking if you ever work for the government i don't know Oh my god! It makes You're never me safe. so angry. You are never safe. Whenever I see in a movie like someone's just like, "I'm not gonna kill anymore. I'm yeah. just gonna retire." I'm like, it's like "All right, you cannot." You know do how this. many people you pissed off? Also, if you're working for the government, they're not gonna let you live because the you know the things of you do. That you kill. Yeah. All the information between all these different targets and yeah. stuff. Like you are a target yourself. Yeah. And for you to not think that is naive. Yeah. And yeah, it's just and so that's what starts off the the events of the movie. He thinks he. He kills a terrorist, but in fact, he just he kills a scientist yeah. that was working for uh, the government that was actually part of this team that cloned him. Yes, there's so much screaming happening behind me. I know, and we thought we killed them, but they're <laughs> not dead. Um, I think they're playing Dead by Daylight. Have you played that game? Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, that's what they're playing. That's it's why all the blood curdling screams are happening. Cool. Um, but yeah, um, uh, this. Ah, <laughs> uh, um. Young Will Smith was so fucking weird. Angsty. Angsty. He was such an angsty little bitch. Yeah. Which, but for also, someone who's not who's supposed to be like a killer, it didn't work for me. But also, like, I uh, mean, he did. He was young. He was parkouring what everywhere. What was Will Smith doing? What was he? What was his like rationale? He was he like I'm gonna be, uh, like he had to have been like I'm gonna talk the way I do. I'm gonna like move my weird lip the way I do. I'm gonna be like this emotional for like a reason, but we never get that reason. He's Which li- like you Old said, Will Smith or Young, Young Will Smith. Smith. Like okay. we we 
We like you junior. said, we we get that that junior is already a killer and yeah. kills people with no remorse Quilly and no problem. But once he finds out that he has to kill himself, which is also a mission he definitely shouldn't have been Absolutely done. Not. If your goal as Clive Owen's character was to make <laughs> the perfect killer, like why would you be like, This was your last test, son? It's like no. What? No. Why would that be your last test? Just have someone else, anyone else. Literally anyone else. Get, sting him with a fucking bee. Get and him, then he dies. Get fucking super Will Smith. Will Smith the third to come and, and just Junior's hit him with... Junior. Yeah, hit him with bee venom. And that's it. It's over. <laughs> Movie's over. But like, why... Why... Like the push... It was such a forced conflict yes. of having this super smart clone army owner guy who basically owns the government Project Gemini. to be like I'm gonna send the clone to kill the guy to give him closure or to give him like to really to solidify or whatever how hardcore you need to yeah. be to be who you are and at first we get the idea that he's like a cool villain because he's like he only takes the best soldiers ever. He finds he finds out what your fear is and makes you face it. Like yeah. he drowns Will Smith, brings him back to life, and he's like, "Okay, you can be my my team now." That's badass. I'll, I'll give you that. Like that's pretty cool for a villain. If you want to go the villain route, that's a really cool thing to have. Like, but he's like, not a villain. But he's not. He he's, works for the government. <laughs> but he's like, yeah. I mean, in the movie, yes, yeah. he is the villain. But I'm saying in this universe, how do you have someone? That belongs to whatever the CIA, FBI, whatever this program it was, is. It was a weird agency. Yeah, it was like not the, real, the not real agency. Yeah. But that is such a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It it was weird. Even though the act, obviously the action sequences were cool. They they did this. Yeah, so know. that is obviously the best part of the movie. Yeah. Um, I will say that. Will the- Smith being Will Smith and Mary Elizabeth Winstead being who she is. And then yeah. young Will Smith being young Will Smith. They did make a good team. But yeah. I feel like them teaming up in the beginning hurt the movie. Really? I think so. I thought it was pretty cool. I, I was always curious as to what she had to do with the movie, like yeah. why she was there. And first of all, very happy that they didn't make it a romantic thing. Very yes, happy very that happy, they yeah. were they like let it like they, they were just they colleagues, friends. Yeah, yeah, like they immediately addressed it where they're just like two rooms. Yeah. Nothing's going on here. Yeah. Definitely not going to force this weird relationship just be just for the sake of having a love interest yeah. in the movie. Great. Make her very capable. She was kicking ass all over the she, place. Well, she's a, a trained yeah. uh, um uh Agent. Yeah. And she was like super qualified, like more qual like like he brought it up himself, like why are you, why were you put on this detail? Yeah. Like you're so qualified, like it doesn't you make sense. You should be doing something else. Yeah. And and she actually ripped that guy's fucking teeth out. Yeah. She fucking <laughs> handed Murdered him, him. A handful of teeth. And, and he yeah, was like, ew. Yeah, he was just like, why just tell me? Don't don't give me teeth. I've seen so many horrors in my life. <laughs> I just want to retire. Yeah, he did. That's yeah, what I wanted to do. But I like that that she was she was literally just the loose end because yeah. she was put on his details. Yeah. So he went to her. I was just like, "You need to come with me, or you're yeah. gonna die." So let's team up right now. And she proved herself by you yeah, know being absolutely. a capable partner throughout yeah. the whole thing, except for when she was fighting Will Smith Jr. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a super soldier person, CGI rubber man. <laughs> so he's got like crazy parkour abilities or whatever. True. He's doing flippy kicks. All of the All flippy kicks. Uh, yeah, I, I, the action in this movie was great. That chase scene might have been the best chase scene in all of 2019, in my opinion. 
The motorcycle chase scene? Yeah. The Brazil chase scene? Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the motorcycle. I'm talking no, about from was, beginning to end. Other from when he that. leaves yeah, yeah. the house and like starts like he shoots like through his mm-hmm. jacket and they're doing a bunch of spy shit to try and get each other. And like the grenade toss and like and And then he he shot the grenade back at yeah, him. That was and, cool too. And then um and then yeah, when he just like fucking knee checks uh yeah. a cop and steals his bike and then they're like like fucking shooting behind them and like using cars to, to as Get cover. Ways, yeah. And then when he was like, it looks bad, like corny in the, in the trailer when he's fighting with a motorcycle. Yeah. But when you see him do it, <laughs> you're just like, Oh, 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 <laughs> he goes back and forth. Like he does different shit and then he throws it at him. Yeah. And like, ah oh man, it was, it was really impressive. The action scenes were definitely limited by the CGI yeah. though. Especially you could tell, when, yeah. Especially, Even I mean, we we did see it in a preview in, in a version that it wasn't supposed to like you know it was this yeah, movie, but this movie was shot this movie was shot in 4K at 120 frames per second, which only like 10 theaters in the entire United US, States yeah. can show. So I saw it at a regular theater. Same, same. Here. <laughs> um. So, but the CGI does look like CGI. Yeah. Like yeah. they still haven't perfected it yet. Young Will Smith looks fake. So what was up know, with his lip? Are lips that. hard? Their lips uh, are probably, probably really hard to do. I mean, I don't know. A whole face might be difficult. So, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. But this area, this area <laughs> well, was just it's, like it's moving. As it's, yeah. it's got the most moving parts, I feel. Yeah. So especially well, when you want to make things, you know, like hardcore, or even when he like has facial expression, it's like the eyes and like the wrinkling of the forehead and then the lips. Yeah. Um, because those were the most part. Those are the parts for me anyway that were as were very noticeable. Yeah. Um, but it, but yeah, even when you get like Will Will, Will Smith Junior Junior into the whole thing, which he was cool too. Well, he was he was but what, he was a little brainless. Like he didn't do anything besides try to fuck thing up, which was cool. Well, yeah, that's what his. But like, exactly, that's, what, that's, the goal that's was. what he was. Yeah. Created to do. Right. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, and and um, yeah, the action was great. I and I really enjoyed the style of fighting that they were doing. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed. It was very interesting. It was, it was both unrealistic but realistic. Yeah. It, it was a lot of... It wasn't the clean choreography you usually see like in a John Wick where mm-hmm. like, you know... like And that's also messy but in a different way. Like yeah. these were like wild swinging punches but that were calculated. Yeah. And whenever uh, Junior was fighting... Um, Will Smith senior. They were, senior when Junior was fighting senior um, there was a lot of like arms covering faces yeah. and like a lot of uh, grabs a lot, lot, lot of cuts yeah. to like you know just their like their torsos and stuff and that that fight scene between them um, in the tombs yeah in the catacombs that was not only like kind of hard to film because of the, the CGI tight space. the tight space how dark it was yeah. but it was also like really like just dumb like it was a dumb fight <laughs> to have yeah I think because too. he was he like we, we if you want to buy into like okay junior's having a breakdown and yeah. he's being irrational but the fact that like they just never stopped fighting to the point where they like fall into the water mm-hmm. and then junior's got him on a chokehold and then she shoots him in the arm and he like like clumsily swims, swims away. away he's like i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you back don't you worry that it it was just like sloppy. Yeah. But well, as well, you know, speaking that's when the plot starts the, to fall apart. Yeah, like, exactly. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, speaking from the movie standpoint, that is the point where it becomes so unrealistic, and it, the part for me that brings it 
tangents it off from where I was expecting it to go to that's when I said in real life, where are they going with this? Yeah. Because uh, in my head, I didn't expect him to become a human and go to fucking what Columbia or yeah. college, whatever, yeah. and be a human being. I thought he was gonna die. Like one of the end. Like he obviously now is. He's a clone. Yeah. Like he's a lo- he's the biggest loose end you could yeah. keep out there. Like I didn't expect Will Smith to kill him, but I expected him to die somehow. Like sacrificing himself or, or something. Or Will Smith to die so that the young one could live, sacrificing himself for him. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Ex- I didn't expect for both of them to live. I was like, there's there's only room in this world for, for one Will Smith. Smith. We don't need to. But we got three in that. But we movie. had three. One of them was Hopefully, killed. maybe more. Yeah. We don't know. Well, if this movie did well... How many well, of me are there? I don't know. If if this movie did well, it would have gotten a sequel, I'm sure, but I am i don't think it will. <laughs> Could you imagine him going on a like excursion to kill somebody else with himself? Like two Will Smiths on the same team? Two, like, like, two Will Smiths fighting an army of Will Smiths. They're <laughs> trying to stop an army of Will Smiths. Uh, Too many Will Smiths. Uh, terrible. Uh, but yeah, after the quarter of the movie or half for you... Uh, it does devolve into like a Steven Seagal action movie yeah. pl- film plot where the villain kind of doesn't have any idea what he's doing, and like you he know, just becomes a maniacal yeah like, like a mad scientist. Yeah. He's just like you were supposed oh, to be different because I gave you a father. I, and that's then what should be different. Something that I absolutely hated was he gets the better of Junior. They actually fight hand to hand, and Clive Owen start is winning. And I'm just like, are you? Well, he does to be- win for a little bit. He's he's do, he's like doing it while talking shit. Yeah, and he's like, just doing, like he's trying ah. to do like mind games and yeah. stuff. But, but then Junior like, like gives him like a swift kick and then a gun butt and then and he, he just like out. knocks him out. But you know, but still that shouldn't happen. Yeah, well, you're you know, a fucking super soldier. It's his dad, you know. So he didn't want to fight his dad, Whatever. but then he hit his dad with a gun. So, <laughs> and then yeah. Will Smith shot him in the face with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah, and and like obviously like the villain was already becoming like mustache twirling guy yeah. you don't take seriously. But you know, like the resolution was, like when he was had the when Junior had the gun pointed at his quote unquote dad, and he was just like, "You don't want to do this. Yeah. You're gonna remember this forever." And then he shoots him right in front of him. I'm just like, I mean, "All right, you're well, still gonna remember that's it." That's pretty traumatic. Still, <laughs> you just killed his dad in front of him. Like at least like tell him to go outside or something. Like you were just like, "Don't do this." Blah. Just like that. I see that. I killed your I dad. What? Ha ha. Didn't Woo-hoo! give you the satisfaction, but I yeah. did. Uh, it was just I don't know. It, it falls apart, obviously. Yeah, it was terrible. And, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't great. Yeah, it it could have it could have been good. I feel like it, it could have been, been a it lot could have been a lot better. And than if it was. they just and it like yeah, it was not as good as I wanted it to be. Well, I mean, I don't think either of us had high hopes for this movie. I didn't. No, I mean, I I, I tried to go in being as uh, non-judgmental as possible, mm-hmm. but like halfway through it, when I was just like. No, that's, went, when, that's when I was just like, all right, let me see more explosions. I went pretty judgmental into it and uh, was ple- pleasantly surprised at the beginning and was just yeah. like, oh, man, yeah. I'm wrong. The this beginning, is a good movie. The beginning was the best part. Yeah, and then after the chasing, I was just like, oh, sweet. This is this is a good movie, maybe. And then it just, <laughs> We'll see. And then it and just we kind of went to shit. Will Smith, Will Smith. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> how many... Oh, there were so many... Attack drones in this stupid oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, little ones that you just throw up. How many attack drones out of ten do you give this movie? I'm gonna give this sci-fi attack drones. I'm gonna give this four t- uh, sci-fi attack drones. Four sci-fi attack drones. <laughs> yeah, I'm still moves better than this um, and shorter. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it 
good quarter of a movie doesn't make a good movie, obviously. No. <clears throat> um, th- if you don't have a clear, like, villain's motivation, you're already in trouble. Um, the CGI wasn't great on the face. Um, <laughs> action scenes were great. Chase scenes were great. But that just doesn't really matter if yeah. everything around it is crumbling isn't good and um will smith's performance was fine it was good it was he was doing the job he was doing the thing um <laughs> he was being will smith yeah he's being will smith mary elizabeth winstead great um benedict wong yeah the uh baron baron um he was he was fine he, he was there he was there <laughs> he was yep. there flying in places and then died <laughs> you know because he couldn't jump out of a car in time that's what happens um and uh yeah it's just it wasn't very compelling, like the whole issue with having a clone, and like it just felt very angsty from the clone's perspective. And you know that that scene in the trailer where he's like his eyes are welling up and he's crying. Yeah, it made you think that there might have been more substance for that relationship or when they came together and like talked it out. But it was literally just him like. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what ha- was happening, but I can kill everybody. And now I'm in college. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, wish it was better, but it is not nope. as, uh, it is as not. good as I want it to be. And, uh, yeah, that's how life goes sometimes. How many Will Smiths out of 10 do you give this? Smith, I give I give this, I think, a 5 out of 10 Will Smiths, Will Smiths. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was probably just as good as I thought as of uh, Adam's family. <laughs> um I think the acting and just the silliness kind of took away from it, but I want to give it something for the action. It was definitely new. It was definitely something that I haven't seen in a little while or mm-hmm. maybe ever uh, fighting with motorcycles and shit. Yeah. Um, I also want to give a big shout out to Victor Hugo, who was the onset reference for Junior. <laughs> Victor Hugo? Victor Hugo. He is a Victor Hugo de Oliveira Maurizio, a Brazilian actor Born in Guaruja, Brazil, in 95. Wait, so he was the dude doing the flippies? He was the actual guy and not the Will Smith And they just posted Will Smith's face on him. Yeah, and he's very good looking. Uh, They should have went with him. I hope he's in more things. Yeah, with his actual Uh, face. With his actual face, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. B-U. Oh, he was in Rogue One. A Star Wars story. Look at that. Oh, look at that. He was he was that guy. Anyway, uh, yeah, good job on you, Victor Hugo. Uh, do more things. You, you did a great job. Um, with the kicks. With the kicks and the flips and mm-hmm. the motorcycle things and the yeah. shits. And All the that. shits. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, five out of ten. Not worth it. Yeah, definitely wait for this to come out if you're a Will Smith fan. Or just watch the first uh, 25 <laughs> minutes and then shut it off. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get any better. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. If you didn't, please let us know any of your comments, questions, concerns, or criticisms. You can email us at relativelysubjective at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at relsubpod, Instagram and Facebook at relativelysubjective. Comment, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll get you back soon with some Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. Well, Uh, well. um, Until then, may all of your... Oh, man. Um... May all of your family be Gemini, be the Gemini man. Where's Adams Adams in there? (laughs) Be the Gemini Adams man. May your family be the Gemini Adams man. There you go. Uh, May all your Adams man 
Happy Gemini family. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.